Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Um, you know, in Streams International, if there's something God has favored us with, is um, prophetic, revelational teachings. Not just teachings, not just prophecy, but this is prophetic, revelational teachings. God is so amazing. God is so good. God is doing stuff in our midst uh, beyond measure. So today, um, I want to focus on the 70th week. Okay? The focus today is literally on the 70th week. Okay? Today, the focus is on the what? 70th week. The 70th week. Because last uh, week, I explained quite a fair bit of stuff. Um, if you remember from the diagram I drew. So today, my focus in the, is on the 70th week. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put this line here. All right. This is the end of 69th week. And then we found something uh, which was amazing, which was a mystery, that there was actually a gap. All right. A gap here. Okay, so I'm going to do like this. I'm going to do like that. This is called the gap. And some Bible commentators, they call it the interval. The interval. And then after that, all right, then we're going to have the 70th week. So this one here is our uh, 70th week. Okay. So uh, that is verse 27. This is verse 26, and where we are coming from this direction, we've got verse 25 of Daniel chapter 9. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. Oh, I've already confused you. No, no. I learned my lesson the other week. I overloaded you with information until everyone was so confused. So this week, last week, I kept it simple. This week, I'm going to keep it simple as well. So I don't confuse with all the numbers and the dates, BC and what, what. All right. So back to the book of Daniel, chapter 9. Daniel, chapter 9. <laughs> I love streams international. We don't preach to each other sermons. 
We give each other prophetic revelational teachings which change everything about you. Someone say yes. Yes. So we are reading from 24 to 27. Daniel chapter 9 verses 24 to 27. Daniel chapter 9 verses 24 to 27. All right, I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah the Prince shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself, and the people of the Prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay. Someone said, Amen. Amen. All right. Now, there's something which is amazing um, when we pick it up from the gap here. All right. And uh, from the details that we have been given uh, in the scriptures, we find that. Uh, this exact day here, which marks the end of the 69th week, is the day uh, Jesus presented himself uh, riding on a donkey. Are we together? We're together. Okay. So he presented himself at the exact that day. Riding on a donkey. And then uh, four days later, four days later, what happened to Jesus? He was crucified. Are we together so far? Yes. All right. So I put the cross there to symbolize his crucifixion. I hope you can see the cross. He was crucified. And then he we find the coming of the Holy Spirit. The coming of the Holy Spirit. I'll symbolize it uh, with the fire. No, me, I didn't do uh, art. So you bear with me. 
in your mind, just assume this is fire. All right. So that's the fire there, which marks the birth of the church. Are we together so far? We're together. That's the birth of the church there on the day of what? Pentecost. On the day of Pentecost. All right. So far, so good. The birth of the church there on the day of Pentecost. Now, there are a few things that I want to share with you about this interval, about this gap, before we move on to the 70th week, if you allow me to do so. Or if you're already loaded, just tell me, prophet, don't even go there. We are already overloaded. No, go deeper. Go deeper, prophet. I should go deeper than this. Oh, yes, please. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Very, very amazing stuff. Very, very powerful. I don't know whether you're here or... We're here. You know, when you look at the Bible and you read your scriptures, you discover that this interval, this gap here, people talked about it, but probably they didn't understand what they were talking about. But the most classical example of someone who talked about that interval there is actually our Lord Jesus Christ. In Isaiah chapter 61, uh, verse 1, and verse 2. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 and 2. There's something that the Bible says there, which I want us to read. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 and 2. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek, he hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. I want you to notice verse number two. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and there's a comma there, am I right? Is there a comma? Yes. All right. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Someone say comma. Comma. One more time say comma. Comma. Uh-huh. And what's the next word? And, and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that morning. Now, let's quickly look at the passage because Jesus quoted this passage in Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter Four, verse 20 to 21. Luke chapter 4, verses 20 to 21. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I want us to read together. Ah, no, let's start from uh, area. Let's look at what he actually read. Sorry, from 18 to 21. Give me 18 to 21. So that we can read everything in one, in one passage. Luke chapter 4, 18 to 
1. All right. I want us to read. 1, 2, 3, go. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And someone say, go back to that verse. Someone say, full stop. Full stop. What is the difference with the passage in Isaiah? What is the difference? Let, let, let me pick someone in Zoom. Anyone who knows the difference? Ah, no, don't pick Apostle Ali. Apostle Ali knows all the answers. Don't pick that one. <laughs> pick another one, especially those who are not lifting up their hands. <laughs> Choose anyone there. I give you the right. Choose anyone. Hello. Shalom, Shalom, Papa. Shalom, Papa. How are you? Good, thank you. What's your name? Va. Va. All right, Va. Can you tell us yes. what is the difference between Isaiah and Luke? Um, from Isaiah there was a comma, and Luke there was a full stop. Oh my goodness, that's so correct. Let's clap hands for her. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So you see, in the book of Isaiah, the Bible gives us a passage. And in that passage, at the exact place where there was a comma, Jesus does not put a comma there to continue the rest of the sentence. He puts what? A full stop. I don't know whether you're following me. He puts what? A full stop. He stops at to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, instead of putting a comma and continuing the sentence, he puts a full stop. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 4, verse number 20, what did he do after putting a full stop there? And he closed the book. And he closed the book and he gave it, uh -huh, gave it back to the, to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of them that were in the synagogue were looking at him and said, Jesus, you've done something wrong. You don't stop where you stopped. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Now, imagine someone is reading a passage that you have given them to read. Are you following me? Uh-huh. They come to a place where there's what? A comma, not a full stop. And then them, they stop there. And then they close the book and they give it back to the attendant and say, I'm done. Now, everyone is looking at him. Is, is, is everything okay with this guy or something is wrong? No, the Bible says the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were faster on him. Say, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jesus. There's no full stop there. Why did you stop? Am I talking to somebody right here? Why did you stop? Continue. Now Jesus closes the book, gives it back to the minister again, and he sits down. <laughs> Imagine the eyes of the rabbis. Imagine the eyes of the Pharisees, the eyes of the Sadducees. 
It was a no, 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 no in the Jewish context to do what Jesus did. You do not stop in the middle of a sentence. You do not stop in the middle of a prophecy. This is a prophecy. Because the dangers, if you stop in the middle, you're going to end up taking something out of its context. Am I talking to somebody right here? You're going to mess up prophecy. Jesus, you got to read the whole story. Jesus sits down. And then he begins to speak. And what did he say? What did he say? Verse number 21. What did he say about this day? He says this day. This day. Someone said this day. This day. Someone said this day. This day. Is this scripture fulfilled in your ears? Ah! So, this is amazing because Isaiah gave us a long prophecy and where there was a whole interval. Why did he put Isaiah there? Someone say comma. Comma. He put a comma. For Isaiah, he didn't understand that that comma was not meant to be just a comma. Because you as a student of English or a student of grammar or a student of literature, you know that there's a difference between a comma and a what? Full stop. Full stop. When you come to a comma, <laughs> Jesus Christ, can I go deeper? Oh, go deeper. I know most of you don't read your commas in your Bibles. You just skip over them and you continue reading. You don't read your full stop. Me, I read comma, full stop. Comma, full stop. <laughs> hey! Because you have got no idea what is behind what is behind that comma. You have got no idea what is behind that full stop. Am I talking to somebody right here? Yeah. Watch this. Isaiah put a comma there and continued to write. But Jesus coming, he puts what? A full stop. So, as a student of literature, when you are learning, comma means short pause. Am I right? Or separation. Separate ideas, whatever. But when you find a full stop, what do you put there? It's a bit longer. Pause. Possibly you take your breath. Uh huh. Take a breath. New sentence. End of a passage. A paragraph. Yeah. Different thoughts, right? And the list goes on. <laughs> Jesus gets there. Instead of a comma, he puts what? A full stop. And he sits down and begins to speak and says, this day, this day, is this scripture fulfilled in your ears? So he stopped. Why? Because there's a gap there. Someone say a gap. A gap. Between, now Isaiah as a prophet, I told you that when prophets are prophesying, sometimes they don't see the 
time, okay? The occurrence of things in a particular sequence. They don't see the time. They will speak about the events. They will not tell you the exact time. This will start from here, stop there. This it's like you are standing afar. You are looking at a mountain. You don't see all the valleys and the, you just see that the mountain has got some shapes. Am I right? Yeah. You just see the mountain has got what? Shapes. But you don't actually see that they went from that peak to that peak, there's a whole deep valley. Until you begin to walk. That's when you discover, oh my goodness, it's a lot of work. Because you have to go down, come up. You have to go down, come up. And those journeys are not easy. As a prophet, you can see a sequence of events lined up. And then you say, ah, I'm seeing God is going to do this, going to do this, going to do this in your life. And then the person who is walking in the prophecy discovers that actually after God did one big miracle, next move, he went down. Now, am I talking to somebody right here? He went literally down, down, down into the valley. And then God comes back, does another big thing. And then the prophet only spoke about what? The mountaintop experiences. And then they'll say, ah, that prophet, I think he no, 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 no. There's, that prophet is a suspect. He didn't talk about this difficulty. He only talked about the good things in my life. What they don't understand is in the prophetic, you are allowed to see things. You are not allowed to see other things. You can only speak about what you saw. So we see Isaiah in his prophecy. He prophesies a prophecy which is in a line. He says this Messiah when he's come, he's going to preach this. He's going to preach that. He's going to heal the sick. He's going to open the eyes of the blind. He's going to preach about the acceptable of the Lord. And then the same Messiah shall bring forth what? The vengeance of of our God. Someone say yes. Yes. But Isaiah does not understand when he's prophesying that between preaching the acceptable year of the Lord, you need to allow time for the year to manifest. You need to allow time for the acceptable year of the Lord to run its course before you come to the vengeance. Oh, mm, 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 mm. Can I go deeper now? So, this gap here from here to there, we have entered the acceptable year of the Lord. Oh my goodness. And this year is a very year, it's a very long year. Aha. I'm saying this year is a what? <laughs> a very long year. In the language of Isaiah, he thought it was probably one year, the way you talk about 360, 360 days, because those are the number of days we are using. He thought about one year, a year of, of uh, an acceptable year of the Lord. Are you hearing, are you hearing me? Ah, I don't know whether you are with me. Oh, I've oh, yeah. lost you already. No, we're here. You are here? He didn't know that that year was going to take almost 2,000 years. He didn't say acceptable years. He said acceptable what? Year. As if it was one year. But the year has been running, has been running, has been running up to today. We are still somewhere there in the gap. Still somewhere there in the interval. So the next question that you need to ask yourself. I can give you so many verses, but I don't have time. I don't have time. I can give you so many verses of the gaps there. Who talked about the gap? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Should I go deeper than this? Oh, yes. Oh, I've lost you already somewhere. Uh, teach us, prophet. Are you understanding it? We're understanding. Are you being blessed? We are blessed. All right. So, obviously, the next question is, when shall the gap end? Let me jump there. When shall the gap end? Paul gives us the answer. Let's go to Romans chapter 11 verse 25. 
All right. I want us to together. One, two, three, go. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel, unless the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Okay. We'll come back there. But before we go there, let me take you back. Let me take you back to Luke chapter 19. Luke 19, 40, verse 42. But don't just give me 42. Uh, let me give you the context. Luke chapter 19. I want you to say something. <laughs> I think by the time I finish this series, I need to give everybody a degree. A degree in prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ I'm telling you when we open our school Streams International Prophetic School of the Spirit by the time you, gra you graduate from that school ah, I'm telling you I am telling you the things that you'll be speaking the things that you'll be knowing will be too dangerous alright Luke chapter uh, nine, 19 I want us to read verse 41 to 44. Luke 19, 41 to 44. All right. One, two, three, go. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. For the day shall come upon thee, that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round, and keep thee in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. All right. So the issue that we have here is that verse number 42 tells you exactly what has happened. Give us 42. I want you to see this. Jesus says, if thou, hast, if thou hadst known, even thou... At least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now, someone say now. Now. Now they are what? They are hid from thine eyes. So something hid from somebody's eyes is equal to blindness. Someone say blindness. Blindness. All right. Now we can go to uh, Romans eleven twenty-five. Now, that passage will make sense now. When did Jesus say those things? He said those things on this day. The day he presented himself to Israel as the Messiah. This day, which marks the end of the 69th week. All right. Now, let's read the, the, the passage. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery. And I, I explain what is the mystery. What did I say was the mystery? What was the mystery? Can you pick someone there? 
I'm seeing them lifting their hands in Zoom. Pick someone who is lifting their hand in Zoom. What is the mystery that we're talking about here? Choose anyone. I give you power. Greg and Mele, you are the chosen ones. <laughs> receive, Papa, receive. Yes, uh, what is this mystery? The gap. The gap, and what is in the gap? The mystery. What is that mystery? The mystery is the gap. And what is in the gap? It's a mystery, Papa. <laughs> I give you uh, 85%. Thank you, Papa. Thank you so much. Can someone finish the last 15%? (laughs) Can someone finish the last 15? There's a particular name I'm looking for. Yes, Robert. Mystery of the churches. The The mystery of church. Excellent. So what is in the gap is the church. What is in the mystery is the church. What is in the church? The mystery. (laughs) What is in the interval? The church. All right. So we are talking about the what? The church. So the apostle Paul says there, go back to verse, verse 11, 25. What does he say? Watch this. For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this what? Mystery of this mystery. What is the mystery? The church. Lest you should be wise in your own conceits. The mystery, the gap, the interval. Otherwise, if people don't understand and don't know the mystery, they are going to become wise in their own ignorance. Ah, Jesus Christ. I think I'm preaching better than me. Ah, are you hearing me? Have you ever seen people being wise in their own ignorance? <laughs> ah! He says, if you don't have a revelation of what I'm explaining now, what do you become? You become wise in your own ignorance. You cannot reason with anyone who is wise in his ignorance, he will even fight you. You can't reason with them at all. If you meet one, just change your route. Take another route and go. Don't waste your time. Anyone who is wise in their own ignorance is dangerous. He's beyond redemption. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So, the apostle Paul says, if you're ignorant of this mystery here, that there's an interval, that there's a gap here, you're going to be wise in your own ignorance. You're going to begin to interpret scriptures in a wrong way. You're going to preach a wrong message. You're going to say wrong things because you're wise in your own ignorance. And you'll be thinking it's revelation. So, give me the verse again. So, what does he say? Aha, that, that what? Blindness in part, not this is the whole thing, but blindness in part is happened to Israel until, someone say until. Until. Until what? 
the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Aha, now we know. Now we know. What are we dealing with? We are dealing with this interval here that it will continue until. Someone say until. Until. I'm putting a line here deliberately. What, what is the event here? The fullness of who? Or the Gentiles. Be what? Become in. Full stop. I don't know if they're hearing me. So it says, Israel is blind. But partly, the reason why they are blind is because God has turned his attention to the church. And the church age will continue running, running, running until the fullness of the Gentiles be what? Be coming. So in other words, this interview has got a marker. Someone say a marker. A marker. It has got the starting point. What was the starting point? On the day of Pentecost. What is the ending point? The fullness of the Gentiles becoming. When that number has been fulfilled. So in other words, God has got a specific number of Gentiles that he's looking for. When that number has been fulfilled, pang, the door shall be closed. And when the door has been closed, God's attention shall shift back to Israel. Someone say Israel. Israel. So in other words, the 70th week has nothing to do with the church. Mm. Someone say, mm. Mm. That's, that's very deep. That's very deep. Why am I saying so? It's because I said it and you remember that every prophet is bound to error unless they are bound by the word of God. You remember that sentence? Every prophet is bound to error unless they are what? Bound by the word of God. You see, Apostle Paul is telling you that if a prophet has no understanding of this interval, if a prophet doesn't have a revelation of the church era, that it's, a, it's an era. It wasn't, you know, something that God made it public in the Old Testament. They didn't know about it. If a prophet has got no idea about what I'm explaining now, they will think that the church and Israel, they're just one and the same thing. Everything is just going to continue. No. No, a million times no. Even Isaiah himself, he didn't pick up the gap. He put a comma there. And continue the sentence. Vengeance, vengeance, vengeance. What vengeance now, Isaiah? Your prophecy hasn't come to pass yet. <laughs> so this is deep. This is deep. I'm telling you. Today when you go on the internet, there are prophets. They are speaking everything else about the tribulation. Or what, or what. Yeah, 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 yeah. We understand all that. But do you know that the church is unique? Do you know that the church is a mystery? 
It has got a day when it began. On the day of Pentecost, the church was born. Do you know that there's a gap in the scripture that was put there that you don't even know it is there? Unless you understand that there's an interval, and in the interval there's a church, and that the destiny of the church is different, and where the church is coming from is different, where the church is going is different, you're, gonna, you're bound to make a mistake. Mm. Someone said, mm. that's why I've got so much confidence in the scripture. Ah, I have got so many confidence. It's so precise. Someone say precise. Precise. Now, let me give you, can I give you some nuggets? Oh, yes. Oh, you're tired already. What's the time? Teach us, prophet. Can I teach? Yes, please. Oh, it's already too much. All right. Now, here we are. God deals with Israel in 490 year periods. Jesus, if my brother has sinned against me, how many times must I forgive? (laughs) What was the answer? 490. Someone say 490. 490. That's a very powerful prophetic number. God deals with Israel in what? In 490 years. I'm going to come back to the gap um, at some point. But for now, allow me to uh, proceed because of time. Someone say because of time. Because of time. Are we together so far? Yes, we're together. Are you learning something? We are learning. Are you being blessed? We are blessed. All right. So God deals with what? Israel. In what? 490 years. 490 years. Let me give you some few um, examples. Of course, the first example is one that I've already given you here. That how many years were determined for Jerusalem to rebuild Jerusalem and the Jewish nation? How many years were they? 490 years. Good. Um, let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Um, so, Daniel gives us how many years? For 90. Yes, for God to deal with them, Israel. Um, another period. Um, which one should I give you? I've got so many examples. Let me see which ones are easier for you to understand. Just speak in tongues for a moment. I need to give you the ones that you can understand. Just speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. 
Perisa deshe ya teza. Seki ya nosta kunda. Lifa aseki ya keso. Rupo shanda vanakista monta. Kinda esiste rebe kiribinoza. Andazia vakadosa. Zoske tushte rebe kindole hesto. Hemparabaraba konde. Vedo janda magadosa. Rupa doska konde meneske rebe hezo. Hemparabaraba kanda mandazia vadoshka kuska teza la atamaste kesi ya atezo. In Jesus mighty name. Someone said amen. Amen. All right, so that's number one. Number two, okay, from Abraham. Abraham to the Exodus is equal to that period is 505 years. How many years are there? 505. Minus 15. Ask me, where is the 15 coming from? Where is the 15 coming from, prophet? Now, this 15 is when Ishmael was the heir of Abraham. (laughs) When we remove the 15 years, how many years do you have? 490. (laughs) Say, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Are we together so far? Yes. From the Exodus to the building of the temple. From Exodus to what? To the building of the temple. Do you know how many years it is? Can someone guess? Six hundred and one years minus hundred and eleven years. Ask me, where is the hundred and eleven coming from? Where's the hundred and eleven coming from, Prophet? <laughs> Those are the years the children of Israel were in captivity to the nations around them. You remember the days of judges when they were under different kings, they were under different rulers. Gideon, he appeared to save them from the oppression of the Midianites and the Ammonites and the Amalekites. You remember? The total number of years was actually 111 years. What answer do you get? 490. (laughs) I think this God is an amazing God. Can I give you one more? From the temple... Two, this day, remember the, uh, the, where we started from, where Artaxerxes gave them a command to go and rebuild what? Jerusalem. You remember? Uh-huh. To, I'll just put Artaxerxes. Do you know how many years it is? Have, have, have I lost you somewhere? Are you following me? This is dangerous. This is completely dangerous. Setoka to bashika fahastela makizo. Zuntara makonde jeke mekebedusa. It's 560 years. Minus. Someone say, where is the 70 coming from? Where is the 70 coming from? The years they were in Babylon captivity. 
That's a Babylonian captivity. What's the answer? 490. <laughs> now, can I do the mathematics for you here? Can I do the maths? All right. How many years were determined for the, for the completion? I gave you, I think there were seven things, right? Completing, completion of sin and what, what? He said how many years? 490. 490 years. Now here's the mathematics. 490. Uh-huh. 490. In the gap, how many years are in the gap? Four ninety plus how many years did we find here? It has been how many years so far? About nineteen nineteen fifty one years. And then we don't know how many more years. Am I right? Uh-huh. And then if we subtract what the gap shall be, what will be the answer? 490 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God deals with Israel in 490 year time periods. That's how you know that prophecy is right. That's how you know that your mathematics are right. If your answer is 485, you're a suspect. <laughs> this is fascinating. Someone say fascinating. But this is the signature of God confirming that what he prophesied with one nation, what he prophesied with Abraham, what he did with Isaac, what he did with in the book of Exodus, what he did with Atezexes, with Nehemiah, what he did with Daniel is accurate, it's accurately prophesied and it is there in solid in stone. Someone say yes. Oh yes. So God deals with Israel in 490 year periods. That's why this one has to be correct. So we take 490 years, aha, uh -huh, there, minus this gap here, plus, you know, what, what we are doing, we are starting with, ah, um, uh, my Jesus Christ. Am I confusing you? It has already been 1951 years, but the years are what? Continuing X, so we don't know how many years it will be by the time we, we reach there, minus the gap. Once you move the gap from the total number of years, you're going to discover that it's actually 490 years to the dot. Someone said to the dot. To the dot. All right. So, let me finish now. When the fullness of the Gentiles have come in, the era of the gap shall what? Close. How shall the gap close? What event is this? When the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, what shall happen here? Someone say rapture. Rapture. One more time, say rapture. Rapture. Okay. So here, this event here is called what? Rapture. Once the fullness of the Gentiles have come in, Jesus will come and rapture the church. It's gone. But we don't know after the rapture how long it shall be before the 70th week begin. What event marks the beginning of the 70th week? Give me Daniel 9 verse 27. There's an event there that I want you to see.
What does it say? And he shall confirm the covenant with many for what? One week. So, after the rapture, we don't know how long it shall be until the Antichrist is revealed. So the Antichrist will mark the start of the 70th week. Are we together so far? Yes. Antichrist will confirm. I don't know whether you are noticing what the language confirm. He doesn't say he will enact. He says he will what? Confirm. So, today when you look at history, there are so many covenants, so many agreements that have been enacted between Israel and the Arab nations. Are we together so far? So many of them. So, this guy, when he appears, he will confirm one of them and say, ah, um, we are implementing a two-state solution. Because that's one of the agreements. Or he will say, no, from today, all you Arabs, you are loving Israel, um, confirm one of the agreements that has already been done. The guy comes to confirm the agreement, which will be there for seven years. This will be a seven-year agreement. Are we together so far? Yes. Aha. Uh -huh. Now, I want you to notice that the focus of God is no longer on the church. The focus of God is no longer on the Gentiles. The focus of God has gone back to Israel because God deals with Israel in the 490-year period. He, already, he has already done how many years? Someone say 483. 483. He has already done 483 from where we started from to... Aha. Uh -huh. Jesus to here, 69th week here, it was 400 what? 83 years finish we enter the gap, then the 7th year, the, 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 the 70th year, this one, the 70th week, which is how many years? 7 years, we'll start with the Antichrist here, confirming the covenant with Israel for 7 years, and then in the midst, someone say in the midst in the midst What's here? What's the, what's the number of years there? Three and a half years. This side also what? Three and a half years. Say so go deeper. Go deeper. Are you sure? Yes, go deeper. I should go deep. Yes, Papa. We receive. Before I continue, let me mention something. When you are talking to people out there about rapture, people have got different views as to when the rapture will take place. Okay? Others say the rapture will happen after the tribulation. <laughs> I don't know. These are called, we call them post. Trib mob. The post-trip mob. Others say the rapture will happen in the middle here. 
Okay? These are called the midi tribu mob. But what I'm teaching you today as your prophet, what am I teaching you? That it will happen where? Here. And what mob are we? We are called the pre-trib mob. Who is right? Who is wrong? It's not for me to say. But you need to explain scripture to defend your position. I don't know whether you heard what I said. You need to have a reason. Why do you believe what you believe? If someone says, I know we will be raptured after the tribulation. Ask them, why do you believe that? Let them, exp- let them show the scriptures. Because now when you put this image together, you're going to discover that there's no way, there's no way, no, in a million years, there's no way God will leave, no, God will bring the gap here and then leaves the church here still on earth, goes to do all this stuff for Israel and then comes back to the church. No, the Bible says as soon as the number of the Gentiles has come in, the era of the church is going to close. When that era has closed, God's attention is going to ba- go back to the Jewish nation. Am I right? So the 70th week has nothing to do with the church. I'm going to prove it to you from the book of Revelation. Because from Revelation chapter 6 to Revelation chapter, I think, 18 or 19, it's the 70th week. Everything that you read in your book of Revelation from chapter 6, I think, to, to, verse, to chapter 19, whatever, it is literally the 70th week. All those, all those, you know, when Jesus opens the seals and then there's thunder, there's lightning, they're all happening in the, in, the, in the 70th week, which is a period of seven years. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So when we continue with our book of Revelation, now you're going to understand where we are coming from. Why did I go back to teach you this interval? was because I knew. There's nothing I can explain in the book of Revelation that you can understand until you understand the timing of events. So now, Revelation chapter 6, or 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I think it should be 18, if not, if not 19. I'm going to give you the exact chapter there. Aha, they are dealing with the 70th week. Say, uh oh. Uh oh. Say, that's so deep. That's so deep. Are we together so far? Yes, we're together. Oh, now you are going, Papa, prophet. We are saturated. Almost saturated. <laughs> Almost saturated. Let me give you a few more things and then, we, and then I'll close. Remember, I've got the whole year to teach you the book of Revelation. <laughs> Only three months remaining, but I've got the whole book in front of me. My God, help me. La seta katabasuso toshke verhen modiata sei kindara kastoma haza. Let's go to the book of Daniel, chapter 12. Daniel, chapter 12, verse number 7. Oh, let's start from Daniel 7, 25. And then we'll go to 12. Daniel 7, 25. Ah, Jesus Christ. The Bible is so sweet, isn't it? <laughs> 
Once you understand the truth of the Bible, Bible is Bible is sweet and makes sense. No one can confuse you. You understand everything very clearly. All right, give me the scripture. Watch this. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given unto his hand until a time, and the times, and the dividing of time. <laughs> I know you are thinking, prophet, what is that now? I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. And he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think to change times and laws and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. So the saints of the Most High shall be given into, they're talking about the Antichrist there, okay? Say the Antichrist. The Antichrist. They shall be, he shall be given power over the saints, all right? And then he shall, and the last part, he shall be given unto his hand until what? Someone said time. Time. And then the next one is what? Times. Times. And the dividing of time. Okay, let me write it properly before I confuse you. Time. Plus times plus dividing of time. What is the answer? Four ninety. <laughs> Can you show me that one? <laughs> This equation here, 1 plus, in brackets, 1 multiplied by 2, plus 1 multiplied by what? 0.5. What is the answer? <laughs> give me Port Mosby. I think in Port Mosby someone will give me the answer. I've got so much faith to get the answer from Port Mosby. Can someone give me the answer in Port Mosby? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. Come on, let's clap hands for her. That is excellent. Oh my God. You nailed it. One go. <laughs> this is a three and a half years. Uh -huh. Ask me how. How? Time is what? One. Times is what? Two. Dividing of times is what? Half. So one plus two plus half equals what? What do you have here? Three and a half years. <laughs> Say neighbor. Hey. Hey. Daniel chapter 12 verse number seven. Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the water of the river, 
when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven and swear by him that liveth forever that it shall be for a time, times, and an half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. You see, the, tri- the great tribulation does not happen for seven years. The great tribulation only happens for how long? Three and a half years in this last half, in this last half year. It only happens in the last half. The, the, the Antichrist has, begin, has been given power over, the, over God's people. The, these God's people are not the born again ones. Uh-uh. These God's people are who? Israel. Someone say Israel. Israel. So it's got power over them. Time. Times. And what? A dividing of times. Which is three and a half years. Are we together so far? Yes, we're together. Revelation chapter 12 verse 14. Ah, no, before we leave Daniel, there's another one again. Ah, no, I think I've already given you many. Let's go to Revelation chapter 12, 14. I'll finish, I'll stop there. I've already overloaded you, I know. So this is too much. This is too much. (laughs) All right, one, two, three, go. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. How many years are those? Three and a half. (laughs) Say neighbor. Neighbor. Hey! Hey. Give me Revelation chapter 11 verse 2. Revelation chapter 11 verse 2. I'm telling you, your Bible is full of this stuff, but you never pick them up. This is one of the most documented time in your Bible, but you just never pick it up. Okay, read, read that verse. But the court, which is without the temple, leave out, and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles. And the holy city shall lay tread underfoot forty and two months. Okay, how many? Give me someone in the, in the Zoom. How many are 40 and 2 months? Yes, talatala ropate. Three and a half years. All right, so 40. 42 months. Plus 2 months is equal to 42 months. And 42 months is how many years? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. Let's clap hands for him. Excellent. <laughs> Someone say power. Power. Revelation chapter 13, verse 5. Ah, this period is so much documented in the Bible. <laughs> Revelation chapter 13, verse 5. All right. One, two, three, go. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. How many months again? Forty and two. Forty-two months. And how many years are those? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. (laughs) Can I continue? Okay. Revelation chapter 11, 
verse number 3. After that, I'm, I'm done. I think I'm overloading you already. One, two, three, go. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand, two hundred and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. How many days are those? Give me someone in uh, Port Mosby. How many days are a thousand? What does it say? A thousand, two hundred and threescore days. How many days are those? Someone in Port Mosby. Papa, is it 1,260 days? Come again. Is it 1,260 days? 1,260 days. How many years are those? Can someone do the maths? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. Let's clap hands for her. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Do you know why I'm taking the trouble to go through all these times? So you don't miss it. This period has been documented in your Bible probably more than any other period. Because Revelation from Revelation chapter 6 all the way to chapter 19. And then you've got the rest of the Old Testament, Daniel, the Isaiah. They prophesied about those stuff, but you don't pick them up. Jeremiah, I haven't given anything from Jeremiah. Jeremiah has got a lot of stuff as well about the gap plus what will happen in the 70th week. I, Ezekiel also has got the same stuff that he has given you, but I've just left them because of time. But I want you to begin to understand today that the great tribulation can only happen for three and a half years. The first and a half years, there's going to be peace. After that, three and a half years, the last three and a half years, there will be great liberation. And the devil, or I mean the Antichrist and the devil, have been given power over the saints of the Most High. And these are not born again people. Are you hearing me? Because if you find the word saints in the Old Testament, they're not talking about you and me. They're talking about Israel. Someone say Israel. Israel. So the 70th week has nothing to do with the church. The 70th week is everything to do with Israel. It's a, it's a prophecy to do with Israel. The tribulation, the great tribulation has nothing to do with the born again child of God. Because the born again child of God, his age and his time will come to an end when the number of Gentiles that God wants to be born again have been saved and they've been raptured when they go up to heaven. That's when the Antichrist shall appear. He shall be revealed. He's called the man of lawlessness. Am I talking to somebody right here? When the man of lawlessness, lawlessness has now appeared, Aha, uh -huh. then he shall confirm a covenant for seven years. And in the middle of the seven years, he's going to break the covenant. And then power shall be given unto him over the Jewish nation, over the children of God. And then he is going to persecute them. He's going to kill them. And Jesus says, when you hear, so there's an event that takes place here. Here, in the middle here. Because of time. I've overloaded you today. <laughs> Should I go deeper than this? No, this is enough for today. You take photos of that and post it again on, on Facebook. Is that a good idea? <laughs> My son Daniel looks so drunk and so... 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the revelator. The prophetic revelator. Some are say yes. Yes. So my son, uh, Christian, will take photos of this and will post them again on Facebook so you can have copies of this and begin to use them because we are going deeper. Someone say we are going deeper. We are going deeper. By the, by the time we come to the end of this, the book of Revelation will be your breakfast. Someone say my breakfast. My breakfast. That book, everyone runs away from it because they haven't done the math. They haven't done the understanding. They have no idea. They have no kuru, no kalala. They just want to jump and read Revelation. Ah, you know the Bible says there'll be locusts. What, what are you talking about? What locusts are you talking about? The only thing you only know is 666. Do you even know where it's coming from? Oh, in the Bible. 666. Do you know even where 666 is coming from? Do you know? Why 666? Where is it coming from? Ah, oh, no, the church. No, no, no. Don't talk about the church. Forget it. Until you understand this prophecy. Are you hearing me? Say, I'm hearing you, my prophet. I'm hearing you, my prophet. Say, I am learning. I am learning. My eyes are being opened. My eyes are being opened. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Rise on your feet, rise on your feet, rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. Say, O Lord. Oh Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this prophetic revelation. For this prophetic revelation, my life, my life is being changed. Is being changed. Is being transformed. Is being transformed. I will never be the same again. I'll never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.